G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Hey, we're going to talk a bit of Big Bash right now. We're uh, looking forward to this. It starts tomorrow and you can catch all the, the action here on SEN. You're with the Mowers Club this morning, Toro Mowers. Whether you need a trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. I need everyone. all three. And a man who's out there, I don't know if he's inspecting the pitch out at uh, the SCG, but they're going to have a hit today, a bit of a practice session. I want to know what a T20 practice session mm. entails. Nick Larkin from the Melbourne Stars join us right now. Uh, joins us right now. How are you, mate? You've just logged in Sydney? Yeah, I have. G'day, Adam. G'day, Brett. Uh, we, yeah, we arrived last night and we're pretty pumped to, to get the season started tomorrow, despite the sort of miserable weather that's haunting the east coast of Australia at the moment. Yeah, that's not only the weather, a lot of things are haunting me at the moment, Nick. Don't worry about that. Uh, mate, <laughs> run, run us through, in terms of a rugby league, like your, your last session is very much a walkthrough, you know, or you're a bit of a jog. You're going through your final plays, just ticking off. Everyone knows the, the, the particulars for the game tomorrow. Um, what, what's it like for you, uh, the 2020? What, what will you do today uh, in, your, in your last session before tomorrow's big match? Yeah. Not dissimilar to, as you say, they're pretty punchy sort of sessions because you want to save uh, most of the energy that you've got for the game. Uh, the bowlers might treat it a bit more like the, the rugby league players do where they just sort of feel out a few deliveries and then they're done and they're ready to go. And, and the batters, it's such, an individual, um, it's such an individual sport, really, that some guys will spend an hour in the nets, other guys will spend five minutes. Some guys try and hit the ball as hard as they can. Other guys try and get the basics in order. So... Uh, yeah, it's a really it's a really individual sort of day, and our coaching staff at the Stars are really good at, um, I guess, allowing us to do what each of us need to do and and feel ready to go for the game. Yeah, I guess that comes with experience, but does it take a while to re- to know what you need to do? Because, like you said, it's obviously a team sport, but it's very much things like batting. It comes down to individual performance and you know your individual preparation. Has it taken you a while to to f- sort of feel what what works best for you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've had some coaches in the past, um, mostly with the stars, who sort of challenged me on, um, are you hitting too much? Um, are you hitting just because you want to feel better? Is it helping you anymore? Um, so, yeah, it is really, it's really individual. And then, I guess, within that as well, you've got guys who might bat in the last two or three overs of the game, and you've got guys who, who bat towards the top so um, and have a longer period of time that they might have to bat. So everyone's preparing really specifically for what they think they might have to do in the game, um, which has been one of the great, uh, I guess, evolutions of cricket through 2020 cricket, that you get guys that, that really plug into these specific roles. They might have a job in the team that's to face five or ten balls, which, um, you know, was sort of unheard of when, certainly when I was growing up, watching one-day cricket and things like that. So I think, you, you know, people would be interested if they got to, to watch a 2020 training session and see the way guys go about it these days. So a guy like Glenn Maxwell, who has got unbelievable talent, and he's made the most of his talent, especially in T20s, because he's, he's switch hitting as well. I've heard he, he pumps a, a golf ball a very long way as well. The guy can just mm. purely strike the ball. What's he like uh, at close quarters viewing? Uh, it's remarkable, to be honest. Um, you know, Glenn's one, I think they call him the freak, the big show, you know, a number of different names, but they're all accurate. He um, Basically, if he, if he can picture it in his mind, he's capable of doing it. You know, he can turn around and hit a six left-handed 100 metres. Um, most most of us struggled to do that, uh, hitting to, to our natural side. Um, 
but yeah, Glenn's Glenn's a phenomenon um, in that sense, and is probably you know your your prototype 2020 player. But to be up the other end to him, um, you know, it, it is quite literally the best seat in world cricket at times, uh, and you just got to stay out of his way and and let him do his thing because I don't know what he's going to do. The bowlers don't know what he's going to do. Um, and I think at times he doesn't know what he's going to do. He just does it. Um, and yeah. it's pretty amazing to watch. So hopefully he turns it on for the fans at the SCG tomorrow night. Each to their own. And I'm not bagging people with top knots, but is he still rocking the top knot? Uh, I think he might have gotten home from the World Cup and managed to get into a barber and yes. uh, get that that monstrosity addressed. So, yeah, I don't know if we'll see that. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're on the same path as them. The, the high top ponytails have got to go, top knots, whatever you want. Uh, Nick, run us through it, the, the 2020, because it, it's a... Like, from my point of view, it depends where you bat in the order, but you're expected there to go out there and make quick runs, right? But at the same time, you can't throw your wicket away, you know? You, but you can't be sitting there and be a corpse with pads. How much of a fine, fine line is it to, to build your innings, so to speak, and as quickly as you can because, you know, while you do want to score runs, you want to keep your position in your team by, you know, you don't want to be just throwing your wicket away. So how hard is it in this format to get out there and, and, and get your game on as quick as possible? That's the entire challenge of it is sort of, you know, uh, do you hold them, do you fold them? Uh, if you hold them, you can't hold them for too long. Um, you, you've sort of got to go out there with the intent to, to dominate the game, but it's still a game of cricket. You've only got to score one more run than the opposition. So um, that might be different if you're batting first or batting second. Sometimes you come up against a team that might have a Rashid Khan who's, you know, best in the world, and you've got to take that into account. Um, and sometimes the wicket mightn't be as conducive to a high score as others. So I guess that's all the experience of your years of cricket across various formats. Um, and trusting those instincts that you've developed to say, right, what's a good score on this pitch? Um, who's the bowler you're going to target today? All those different things come into it. But, yeah, managing that pressure of the game when you're out there, knowing that, gee, I really have to get on with things. And as you say, I don't have much time to sort of settle into my innings here. Um, that's, I think that's the real difference maker. And, you know, look at a guy like Marcus Stoinis for us who's, gone and delivered that at a World Cup level where he's, he's got that incredible ability to stay calm um, even when the situation's starting to look really big um, and we were certainly very proud at the Stars to see those guys deliver deliver the World Cup um, as Amps, Stoin and, and Maxi all heavily involved in that for Australia so yeah we've got some, some guys who are expert level at that stuff and uh, the rest of us are still trying to learn off them um, Just on Zampa and Stoinis uh no, no news to update in terms of uh, they're still very much attached at the hip and making each other nice little artisan coffees in the morning and reading poetry to each other and all of that. Yeah, it's, it's certainly grown some legs, the, that bromance, but they do, they do love each other's company. Um, they're very funny guys, and I can see why they like enjoying uh, you know, spending time together because cause they're good company. So... Um, I guess if you're walking around the east of Sydney today, you might see Zamps and Stoyan holding hands and um, having a coffee somewhere along along the coast. Yeah. That's part of the parcel in the eastern suburbs. Do the Bondi, Bondi yes, walk together, together yes, and, you know, get in the and, yeah. Mate, speaking about good company, yeah. the, the company you face tomorrow, the Sixers, um, a big challenge, obviously, uh, defending champs and, and a, no better way for you guys, I guess, to, to get an early benchmark of where you're at is taking them down the the uh, week one of the tournament? 
Yeah, they've, they've been uh, the team to beat for the last couple of years, back-to-back champions, very well, very well-balanced team, uh, well-coached side. Greg Shippard's probably, you know, one of the master coaches in Australia. So, you know, you're just going to be tested, as you guys say, um, and find out where you're at. So, tough way to start against them on their home patch. Um, but we're, we're confident that if we play our best and, um, you know, key players higher, that we're going to be very hard to beat. I think that's every year with the Stars. He's always had a good lineup. Um, Biggest but, underachievers in the competition. Sorry, Nick. Well, this year, can it change? <laughs> Is it going to be different this year? He's always been there or thereabouts without just getting that final hurdle. Um, but, but like you mm. said, it's a, it's a great lineup you guys yeah. have. Yeah, you know, that, the sort of underachievers tag, I think that's um, people that watch and maybe write or comment on sports <laughs> tend to buy into that more, more De- than Derek's the, uh, like us more who have never, had, never played a game in our life. We just, just have a... <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't sit around calling ourselves underachievers or uh, anything like that. But, we're, you know, you've got to turn up confident to tournaments that you can win it this year. And it's not like you can win it without trying. You've got to turn up and almost everything has to go right to end yeah. up winning a tournament as tough as the Big Bash. But we've got some... Um, I'm not allowed to, to give too much away, but we've got some pretty exciting overseas signings that are going to be joining us soon um, okay. that hopefully can help us grab that first trophy um, that's eluded us so far. You know, I think we've, we've missed out in three, three finals. Uh, the consistency yeah. of, of getting to the, the big games has been there, but um, you know, we're aware that we'd like to fill up the trophy cabinet, um, and I think we've got the squad this year to do it. Well, Nick, uh, being an underachiever is better than being a non-achiever, and I know all about that. So we'll leave it there, mate. Thank you very much for joining us, and good luck tomorrow for the Stars against the Sixers as uh, the BBL season starts in earnest. And have a good Saturday, Arvo, in Sydney. Awesome. Thanks, guys. You too.